Hi, I'm the Ish Girl, and you're listening to episode 33 of Connection, Not Perfection. Welcome to Connection, Not Perfection, the podcast that helps parents and teens connect using literature, laughter, and love. Hey there, I'm Amy, also known as the Ish Girl, and I am so excited that you're with me today. Now, if you are new here, welcome. I'm so glad you've decided to join me. And if you've been around a while, I'm so glad that you're back because today I am going to be talking to one of my good friends about a project that we both did. But first, I want to give you a little bit of background. Now, about a year and a half ago, I was having a season of struggle with my then 13-year-old daughter. It was literally as if we were speaking two different languages, and I can't even begin to tell you how frustrating and exhausting that was. Now, maybe you've experienced something along those lines, too. It was one of those situations where even when she did understand what I was saying, She rejected any suggestion, idea, or advice that I had, and it was such a difficult time, more than any other stage so far in parenting her. I was really at my wit's end, and I knew I was contributing in ways to our dynamic as well. So a couple of months before her 14th birthday, an idea started to grow in me. I was desperate to share the wisdom and the hope that my own experiences have taught me. And I also knew that there was no way that she could receive that just from me. So I thought, what if she could receive it from other people? So I decided that I would reach out through Facebook Messenger and through email to as many of the women in her life as I could. Um, This These were family members, former teachers, friends from when uh, we lived in Virginia, where she was born, church small group leaders, the friends of, I'm, I'm sorry, the moms of her friends who knew her well. Pretty much if anyone knew of my daughter's existence, I put out the call. And here is what I wrote to them. This was the message that I sent to each person that I invited to participate in this project. Dear friends, Casey will turn 14 at the end of next month. I'm writing because you have already impacted her in beautiful ways, and I would love for you to take a moment to speak into her life, specifically about what it means to be a woman. Whether it's a favorite verse or quote, personal words of wisdom or blessing, or any combination of these things, I would be grateful for your contribution. This doesn't need to be elaborate or fancy, just a simple bit of what you've discovered in your own journey. If you are able to share, please PM me individually or email me, and I gave them my email address. If you want to handwrite a note, you can mail it to, and I gave them my home address. Please make sure to only write on one side of the paper, as I will be compiling all of these for her in a scrapbook. I would love to have your response by Monday, August 21st. Whether you are able to participate or not, I want to thank you for the love, encouragement, and wisdom you've already poured into Casey's life. You have been such a blessing already, and I am so grateful. With love, Amy. Now, what happened next was nothing short of miraculous. As far as I'm concerned, it was just the hand of God all over it because emails started pouring in, and I received several handwritten and typed notes as well. And in the end, there were almost 40 letters, including my own, that I was able to compile into a scrapbook. And the contributions 
were as varied and unique as the women who sent them. Um, There were four-page typewritten letters. There were one-sentence quotes. And all of it was profound. There were poems and scriptures and lyrics. Some of them were hilarious and some of them brought tears. But all of it just blew me away. And in a twist that I didn't see coming... The letters encouraged me probably more than they did Casey in this moment. Now, I know as she gets older and continues to look back at these letters, these words are going to bolster her in moments she can't even begin to imagine yet, right? She's not quite there yet, and that is okay. But for me, it reminded me that I am in this parenting thing for the long haul, and it helped me to see my girl through the eyes of the many women who surround her and love her. I could feel all of these women standing beside me, cheering Casey along and wrapping their arms around both of us. I cannot tell you what an amazing experience the whole thing was. Not long after, a friend of mine decided to do the same thing for her daughter, but for completely different reasons. And I've invited her to discuss both of our experiences with me on Connection Not Perfection today. Angela Rogers has been married to her husband, Brian, for 21 years. They have two daughters, a teen and a tween, and she is a self-employed event planner and has been an extraordinary volunteer throughout the time I've known her. She is a good friend. She's part of my village, and I am so very happy and excited to welcome her to the show today. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Angela. All right, welcome, Angela. I am so excited that you're here with me today to talk about this project that you did and that I did with our girls. So before we get started and jumping into kind of the details of that, why don't we talk a little bit about how we know each other, what our connection is. So we've got several, I feel like. The biggest ones are our daughters are the same age and have been in school together since kinder. Yes. Right. I mean, I I, I was really trying to remember when we met first and I cannot, I think it was like maybe first or second grade when they had a class together. Okay. I think it was one of those. Did they have Miss Murray together? Yes. Yes. Miss Murray. All right. Shout out to Krista Murray. You're an awesome second grade (laughs) teacher. Anyway. Um, okay. So we have daughters in common, but also we are both, Texas Aggies, which is just always a bond. Like, (laughs) yes, I mean, no matter where you are in the world, if you see another ag with, you know, with our Aggie class rings, there's just an automatic connection because Mm -hmm. of all the tradition and history with that. And I uh, have included a link to Texas A&M University in case you're interested in checking it out. Just a little plug for that. All right, so that's how we know each other. So it's been, our girls are freshmen now. So where does the time go? I know, it's just crazy. So I did the Letters to My Daughter project because in at that time, in that season, um, my daughter and I, it was just hard. And I, I've already talked about this in the introduction a little bit, but we just weren't connecting at all. It was a lot of... Um, it was very adversarial. It was, I, you know, I, I think that just says it best. Like it was, we were really struggling. It was a season of struggle. So I did the book 
in order for us to connect and for her to be able to hear wisdom from other women who she might be more likely mm-hmm. to receive it from because she wasn't receiving anything from me. Mm-hmm. And granted, I probably wasn't saying it in a way that she could receive it. So I, you know, mm-hmm. it takes two to tango, right? But, but it was such an exercise of hope I felt like because hearing what these women had to say to my daughter and about my daughter ended up being probably more encouraging to me even than it was to her but you actually did the same thing for your daughter for a completely different reason right yes and I love that you came up with this idea and I think in that season it is a hard age the teen ages are hard and I think you were talking about a totally different area than what we were struggling with but it touched me to be able she was having trouble in the friend area and falling into a bad group and just hearing things said about her and taking it really hard on herself and not believing in herself And so I wanted to build her up. And I had just read the five love love languages by Gary Chapman. Yes. And I was trying to figure out myself, but also her. And one of hers was words of affirmation. Yes. And I am not a words of affirmation. I am more a acts of service. And so trying to, you know, connect with her on that level, I thought, this is beautiful and perfect. And it came at the right time. So I asked you if I could borrow it too which as well. Which it wasn't mine. <laughs> this is not, I don't have a monopoly. Gosh, if I could get everyone to do this. like it's That's so, what I was saying. So many people have yeah, said that. Yeah. like It was so powerful for my daughter and for me. And I think you felt the same way, right? It was powerful Absolutely. for your daughter. It was powerful for you. So what I hear you saying is she was really going through a time where it sounds like there was some bullying going yes. on from what I remember. And so that was a real struggle. So rather than it being about the two of you connecting, it was about helping her see the women in her life who see her and who love her and who wanted to take the time to speak into her life. Right. Absolutely. And she felt at that point in her time that no one liked her. That's what I always kept coming back. No one likes me. And so to be able to put that into a book and for her to physically touch it, like when she reads books, she can't read off the iPad. She has to physically touch uh, the sensory of the touch. So for her, the book was a touching, you know, every day she goes back through it and she's, you know, touching it and feeling it and seeing that those people actually like me. They really do. And I'm like, that's what we're trying to tell you. Right. And so it was a sensory experience Mm -hmm. as well, which I just, to back up a second, that still breaks my heart because she's so amazing. Like just anyway, thank you. We'll move on from that. So serious. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you. So, so I think you've kind of talked about what I was going to ask next, which is how did you think the book would help? And it sounds like you thought it would bolster her and help her recognize the truth because feelings aren't always truth. In fact, a lot of times they're not truth at all. And like you said, when it comes from, you can tell them as many times as you want to, but until someone else tells them, then maybe they start believing, but Right. Well, because you're their mom Mom. and they have to like you. Yeah, I've heard that one too. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So how did you go about asking people to contribute to the book? So I, I, in my introduction, I've already shared kind of the little text message that I sent out to people. So what did you do? I did the same thing, uh, reached out to people. And then some of the ones that um, heard from word of mouth came back to me saying that they wanted to contribute, which 
brought tears to my eyes too that they cared that much that they're like well I mean we're not a because I did what you did only in doing men uh, women and then some of the um, her dad and cousins wanted to help out too as well I love that and so it and friends and moms and so it became a whole big thing yeah I love that so you had people actually come to you and say can we write yes to her and is it too late I'm like there's not really a deadline right (laughs) you know at that point I'm like just whatever you want would be fabulous yeah just gratitude I mean that's what I felt was just overwhelming gratitude that I I don't know what I expect I don't think I put it out there expecting any you know anything I just kind of felt like if people have time, they'll do it. It doesn't reflect on how much they love me or my daughter. But the response that I got was just... I cried for days reading the letters. <laughs> I know. I know. Yes. Just beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it, and honestly, for me, because it was such a hard season, it reminded... It gave me the bigger picture and reminded me of, okay, who she is acting like right now mm-hmm. is not who she is or mm-hmm. who she will always True. be. And which is... You know, in the moment, Season. it's like when you have a newborn and yes, you're like, it's hard are we moment. ever going to sleep through the night again? Like, it's that exactly. same kind of feeling. So, mm-hmm. so and I think we've kind of spoken to this a little bit, but were you disappointed by anybody who didn't respond? I mean, honestly, I can't remember who we asked. Like, we put it out there. Like, I know. I mean, to me, it's just the people that took the time. I mean, that was a lot of time to just sit there and write and yeah. what I thought would be like one to two sentences of, you're great, keep going. It was not. These people poured their hearts out to her and to yeah. our family, and it, it was truly a blessing. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, somebody asked me that question kind of early on in the process, like probably before I had given it to my daughter and the thought truly never crossed my mind. Like it never crossed my mind that, Oh, so-and-so didn't send anything. And that's so upsetting. Like, I think it was just so far the opposite that you're just so grateful for anybody who's absolutely because we're all a lot of us are in the same season of life and everybody's busy and mm-hmm. there's things going on and so yeah it was amazing and it's made me want to show up when people ask me to do yeah. things even more You're right. so although I'm going to call you on that because you show up everywhere all the time period <laughs> you do I'm I'm not just saying that like Ange is an amazing amazing just force in volunteering with the PTA and with the kids bands and it's fun she's one of those people I'm gonna brag on you a little bit you are one of those people who can um, fundraise with just <laughs> such grace and firmness <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course, See? of course. But when you ask, like you make people want to do it. Like you're just yeah. anyway. You have a gift. That is that's one Thank of your you. superpowers. Okay. So how did you organize all of your letters? I did mine in a scrapbook, and I did it in um, the same kind of uh, form of a scrapbook. And then I also I, t- I took stuff off of the internet that you know Snapchat. Oh you yeah, can, yeah. So I took the ones that people had sent to her across through Snapchat to filter in her languages to speak through that that the kids wrote, and I made copies of those. And um, I think some of the ones people had written on Facebook um, to me for just like her birthday celebration and stuff like that. So I copied those as well to throw those in there. And then I sort of put them by when I was doing it. I don't know how you did yours, but I sort of put it by and yours, um, your, oh, your note touched 
And my daughter still reads it every day. I mean, she literally loves it. And your letter not only helped her, but it helped friends of hers that were going through struggles that she could look back and then repeat stuff that you said. So it's um, in that aspect, it served two different purposes, you know? So I think for that was great. So yours was one of the top letters in there. And then it went from friends to family to teachers and, you know, things like that. Right. And kind of in a, in a way, her different, family. Yeah. In different, different tribes. Yes. Yeah. At that season in life through that. And so it was, it's neat to see that. Well, I appreciate that you're going to let me share that um, as a printable for the podcast audience. So thank you. I am going to have that in my show notes where you can download it. So thank you for that. I appreciate it. And not that I felt like it was anything great or whatever, but I'm glad that it did what it was supposed to do. Right. And much more. Yeah. Wow. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Okay. So what was the hardest part for you about the whole process? Do you think? I think it was asking people, you know, Mm -hmm. you don't, um, you wanted to do it for them and something that they could have, but then how do you ask people that are busy Mm -hmm. in a season and how do you ask them to say something nice about your kid or to say something that has gotten through there? So I think by just saying, you know, any words of wisdom that you can give them to get them through the season. And what was funny was when I told them that she was in middle school, they're like, oh. Ah, first response is, oh, I did not like, that was the worst years of my life and the most awkward. And they're like, yes, yes. And they're, and still to this day, the people were telling me for the letters they wrote in, told funny stories about them in middle school. Oh. Things that happened to them, sad things that they remembered of, of, you know, someone trying to push them or kiss them and really strange things. You know, they were talking about how it just, it was not a good point in their life. And so they said that she wasn't alone in those aspects so I think that that to me was was neat to so she knows that she's not alone and not going through the same things other people have gone through this that are older than her but live through it wow that's just (laughs) that's just so powerful one I would agree I think initially the hard part for me was putting the ask out there Mm -hmm. and I think I really tried carefully to word it to to be if you can, great. If you can't, we love you and great. Like, just no pressure, <laughs> yes. no pressure at all. And so I think that was part, part of why it was so overwhelming, the response that I got. But then I will also share, I had a hard time with when I did give it to my daughter. I think I did have some expectations there. And okay, and Angie's like rolling on the floor laughing at me. <laughs> So I had some expectations that there would be like this breakthrough, that it would be a movie moment, (laughs) and it wasn't at all. (laughs) And so I know, like, I know that I know that I know that eventually as she gets older, this is going to be something she goes back to over and over. She will appreciate it later on. She is just not at that point right now. And so kind of letting go of that expectation and, and, she did like when I when we gave it to her she she was I think stunned she's like you did this for me and I'm like yes <laughs> and all these people send in letters and I explain the process and I think anytime I get super excited about something like she's just you know totally turned off by it <laughs> which I mean hello like it's it's yes textbook classic mm-hmm. you know developmentally but it still wasn't easy to just kind of step back and not bug her about it. I think I asked her about it once, like, hey, what did you think of the letters? And she was like, you know, very aggressive and telling me to back off. 
She knows where it is. She knows they're there. When she needs them, they will be there for her. But yeah, it's not what I'd hoped for. But I do see, like, now that we're, you know, a little more than a year past that point, I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, I feel like we're, we're, it's just right there. The end of the tunnel is right there. And we're coming out of this hard Mm -hmm. season. And so I can see looking at this with her in the future yeah. and, and I wish I'd thought to pull it out on her birthday this year. So I'll just have to remember to do that next, next year. year. Yeah. Right. See, so but she knows where it is. She can get to it if right. she needs it. Yeah, that's I right. That's great. That's right. Okay. How did, how did your daughter respond when you gave it to her? Cause I know, can you, t- can you tell the <laughs> yes, story? This was funny. Yes. I think <laughs> okay. I shared it with you, but so I had probably the same expectations as you were, and we went to dinner, and we got so excited, and I was so excited to give it to her, and she did not want to be at dinner, and she didn't want to be on her, we took her phone away from her, so then she had nothing to do, and then we said, we have a gift for you, and she's like, I don't want your stupid gift, and it's not going to be any good, it's never any good, you know, the t- typical teenager yeah. whining because she wanted her phone back, and we're like, oh, great. <laughs> so then we placed it at the restaurant, we placed it on her table. And then she got it and she was like, what is this? And it's like, and she started flipping through that. And it was the same thing. Like what you said, she was like, you did this for me. And we're like, all these people did it. All these people love you. And she was like, she started reading it and started crying. She's like, it's not stupid. I take it back. (laughs) (laughs) But again, the words of affirmation, you know, to her that spoke to her because that's how, you know, she, she does it. And what was funny too, is I don't know if I explained to you before, but we were at Thanksgiving and, uh, we all had to write down, uh, the big table with my, um, brother and his family and other people. And we had to write these little notes. Well, I didn't have my glasses on and it was dark in there by candlelight and you get a little bitty piece of paper and you have to write about everybody at the table, whether you met them or not and say something kind. Pressure. Yes. (laughs) So, and I can't see that adds another feature to it. So I'm writing in and I think I just wrote like uh, to Peyton, I love you or whatever. And she was like, really? Seriously? (laughs) This is all I get. Like I wrote you a heartfelt three pages on this little tiny thing and I was like I was like oh so for me maybe it was a redemption of that because I felt like that was not not good but so yes so that's how that's when I knew that definitely words of affirmation she needed that and and I needed to fix that right that's funny it's funny you say that because I'm words of affirmation too and I do feel like with your daughter she's a big reader and Mm -hmm. we talk books a lot Mm -hmm. and she's got that sensitive spirit like I just feel this kind of simpatico like soul sister (laughs) kindred spirit kind of Mm -hmm. thing going on with her so I love that and when you are that like I found what might be a little bitty pebbles to some people both negative and positive as far as words are concerned are great big huge boulders to somebody who's words of affirmation and so those were just huge boulders of affirmation really like of encouragement and so I love that I love that she was able to do that so I don't I don't think my daughter is words of affirmation but I think it remains to be seen too like I think she's a little bit fluid there 
I should go back through that book. I'll have to do this. <laughs> Take the quiz. Okay, so do you do you feel like it's made a difference for her at this point? Yeah, I think we, we were we were talking last night when I told her I was going to come on and do this, and uh, she said to tell you hello. Oh, good. And uh, I asked, um, and she said, "Well, I haven't read it in a while," and um, and I said, "Yeah." I said, "Well, you know, did it help you?" And she said, "Yeah, some of those last year, like some of that stuff, I let get to me that shouldn't. It was kind of silly, you know." And and I said, "Well, do you feel more stressed now than you did then?" And she said, "Yes, but it's a different kind of stress. So they're still under the same." It's moved to a different season, but now it's more, you know, homework and school and, you know, thinking about getting into college. It's that kind of pressure as opposed to the bullying and the, you know, the harsh words on that side. So I think, yeah, it will always, something will always be there for them to struggle with. But right. I feel like now she has, is coming into who she is. Yeah. And it's just beautiful taken a while but hopefully she'll continue on well and i think too there is a huge difference between like emotional stress versus kind of intellectual or work kind of stress for me at least i think emotional stress just kind of eats at you Mm -hmm. and but the work stuff you can kind of set aside and it's not it's not happening to you as much as right right? would you yeah Yeah, i agree yeah so and and two i think just looking at the girls right now and how they're growing up and developing. And I think also I, they just have better coping skills. They have mm-hmm. that little bit of extra maturity to be able to stand back and say, right. you know, versus just being in the middle of it. So mm-hmm. I'm glad, I'm glad she's found her tribe because it does sound like she's found her tribe yes. in high school. Yeah. Which I love. Okay. So as you were walking through the season with your daughter, where it was really, difficult and she was feeling very bruised emotionally it sounds like what is the one thing you had wished that you wish you had known how to help her how to be able to communicate you know at that point they don't want to hear things that you have to say but you know we we have been there you know and I, I know they don't want to hear that so I think that was the hardest is is watching them go through it and feeling like there's nothing you can do to help them through it yeah you know? I think that was the hardest feeling helpless. Yeah. Ironically, I think that's how I felt too. Like not being able to connect. Oh, (laughs) that's not Angela. (laughs) That is my dog. (laughs) Lily, you've got to be quiet while we're doing this. Oh, she, now she's being held and loved on. Oh, she's getting kisses. Um, yeah, I think wanting to help because I, like I can see when we were at, when we were in moments of conflict, mm-hmm. a lot of times I could, I knew like it wasn't about me. It wasn't right. even really about her. It was just about all the emotions that she was feeling, you know, just all the things. Yes. And so knowing that and trying to help her mm-hmm. understand what was going on and within her and, and just get it. Like she just, there was just the no way. Yes. Everything going on and, with them. Yeah. And like, to let her know, like, hey, I've walked this too, and it's awful. Like, it sucks. Yes. I was just going to just flat out say, like, it yes. sucks. But not, but to be the last person that she would want to hear that from, mm-hmm. that was the hardest, I think. And so I think what I wish I had known was that it's okay to step back and not offer it mm-hmm. because sometimes offering it 
can make it even worse. You're right. Does that make sense? It so, does. So really being sensitive sensitive to who she can hear things from mm-hmm. and trying to honor that and let it come from other places. Yes. Right. Good advice. That's that's hard. Okay. So what is something that you would tell, just one thing you would tell somebody who wants to put together a book like this for oh, their child, please, for their please, ten? Please do it. Please do it. Yes. Yeah. I think it would... It would be so good. I think one, just for the relationship and two, just to see, I mean, it just spoke in so many ways, you know, and I, I, and the more people that I talked to, they wanted to do it for their kids because they thought it was such a great idea and something tangible to keep, right? you know, for years to come that they'll, they'll see that and know that. You know, when they're having a bad day and things don't go right, all you got to do is just pull out the book and read one, one little thing, you know, and I think that can keep you going. Yeah, for sure. You're tearing up a little bit and (laughs) you're going to make me tear up too. Yeah. I would say the same thing. And I'm really glad that you pointed out that one of the things you struggled with was just the initial asking people because Mm -hmm. it is hard to to reach out and do that. You feel like you're burdening people, Mm -hmm. but I think based on the response that we received, like if there is anybody who's like irritated with you for even asking, like, (laughs) Hey, look, that's their thing, Mm -hmm. not yours. But I think so many people are willing Mm -hmm. and And and, honored and honored. And you know what? I would even say, I remember saying this to my mom, like what it felt like is people wanted to share their wisdom. They wanted to share their stories and their advice and their experience. Like they were eager and excited too, which I, again, was just blown away. And I think you're right. I think one of the things that caught my, my attention was in the letters coming back, they said that they would be honored to. And, and to me that, that was like, wow, really honored, you know, that's right. yeah. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. More than we could ask right. for or right. imagine. Right. Exactly. Right. All right. Is there anything else that you want to make sure to put out there or that you think people, you know, should know, or we want them to know or anything? And um, no is a perfectly fine answer, but if there is, I would love for you to share. Um, I'm just so glad that you did this for your daughter and, and open the door because in doing so you helped my daughter and us as a family get through something that was tough. Okay. All right. I love you, Ange. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> All right. I'm going to end us there. Thank you, Angela, <laughs> so much. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate you coming and uh, thank you for having me talking to me for the show. And again, for letting me share that one letter with everyone. And just for the encouragement that you gave my daughter, too, that you were part of that. Like, I just can't even begin to tell you just how much that meant. We love your family, and you're doing a great job. Likewise. so many people. Likewise. All right, friend. Thank you. So I just want to say thank you again to Angela for taking the time to talk with me about the letters that she gathered for her daughter. And I do want to note that after we finished recording, she pulled out the actual book she had created, and it was amazing. And here's what I loved about it. It was completely different than the one I made for my daughter. Hers was an eight and a half by 11 spiral bound book with a picture of her daughter holding their puppy as the cover. And that's what's so great about this project. Anyone who does it, it's going to be absolutely unique to every individual teen in every family. So you really can make this exactly what you want it to be if you decide to do it. Now, 
I'm so glad that you've stayed with me all the way through the end because I am super duper excited to share that I have created a step-by-step guide to creating your own book of letters for your team. It walks you through the whole project from beginning to end, and I've even included examples of the invitation that I sent to ask for the letters, which I read earlier at the beginning of this episode. Um, And I even have included the letter that I gave to my own daughter, Casey, and also uh, because of Angela's and her daughter's generosity, um, they are allowing me to share the letter that I sent to her daughter. Now, I'd like to point out that there are some different variations that you can use to tailor this project to make it your own. As I mentioned before, this is going to be unique to your teen and to your family. Now, in my invitation to people, I gave them some specific instructions. I asked everyone to share something about what it means to be a woman. Now, clearly that's not going to work if you want to do this for your son, right? It may also not work for your daughter either, depending on her personality or the season that she's in, etc. But I do think that it's important to give direction when you ask people to write a letter like this. So instead of what it would be like for them, what it's like for them to be a woman, instead, maybe you can ask them to share their best mistake, the one that they learned the most from, or maybe even their most embarrassing moment and what them ta- it taught them or something like what it means to them to be a leader. So you get the idea. You're going to tailor and craft this in any way that you want to fit your teen. Now, I also want to say something else. If you're out there and you cannot wait to get your hands on these steps to be able to do this project yourself, just yay, I'm so excited that it it is um, something that has struck your heart and something that you would like to do for your teen. But I also get that there are some of you out there that are thinking, there is no way that is not for me whether it's because this just isn't in your wheelhouse right now to undertake in the season that you're in, or maybe it's because it's not something that would resonate with your teen and and you know that, that this would not be something that would be helpful to your teen right now. And I get that. I just want to make sure that you understand that this is just one more strategy that I am sharing because it might work for some of you. But please, please, please know that I am not in any way implying that you should do this or you must do this in order to be a good mom. Those words will never come out of me and that that implication will never come out of me intentionally. So let yourself off the hook if this is not resonating with you and know that you're not alone because if you're feeling that way, chances are some other parents out there are feeling that way too. My whole mission here on Connection Not Perfection is to arm you with strategies so that you are prepared when opportunities arise for you to connect with your teen. And it's not at all to should all over you, right? Now, having said that, as you've been listening, if someone's popped into your head and you've thought, oh my gosh, this would be perfect for this friend, I would just ask that you share this podcast with them. Because as both Angela and I stated, this is such a powerful thing to do with your teen. And if there's someone out there that you think that this would really um, appeal to or, or work well with them and with their family, I would just encourage you to pass it along. 
Now, as I've mentioned, I have created that step-by-step guide to put together a book of letters for your own teen if you choose to do that. And there is a link to it in the show notes on iTunes, or you can also go to my webpage for this episode at theishgirl.com forward slash EP33, and you can download it there. Now, I am super curious to hear back from all of you. If this is something you're considering doing for your own teen and you have questions about it, I would love to hear from you. And for those of you who've decided to not do it, I'd love to hear from you too. What are your thoughts on why it's not a fit for you and for your teen? I would love to hear about that. Now, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram, and I've provided links to both my accounts here in the show notes. Or if you've subscribed to my weekly email, you can just reply to that. And if you haven't subscribed to that already, again, there's a link to that in my show notes, as well as a link in the show notes to my private Connection Not Perfection Facebook group. And in that Facebook group, I would love if you would ask any questions you have for me there. And that way, the questions that you have, I can answer and someone else who might have that same question can see it there in in that Facebook group. If you do decide to do this, I would love to hear about how the process goes with you, about how your teen responds to it once it's all done and you've presented it to them. And before I close the show, I have to give a shout out to all of the women who wrote letters to my daughter. If you're listening, I just want you to know again that you have no idea what a beautiful, far-reaching impact you've had on my sweet girl and on our family. So thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time to speak into her life. And thank you guys so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. I am so honored that you have taken time out of your busy day to tune in. And until next time, just remember, from an ish girl who cannot wait to read Sarah J. Moss's latest installment of the Throne of Glass series, which comes out on Tuesday, it is all about connection, not perfection.